The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, again, warm welcome to all of you. Happy to have you at happy hour. As I mentioned just a minute ago, it's vernal equinox today. And that um, the fact that it's the vernal equinox is the reason that I am here and not Nikki. Because the spring equinox also happens to be the Persian New Year. So she is celebrating with family tonight. And um, I am celebrating with you tonight. Happy to be here. Um, In addition to those two kind of celebratory events, there's yet another celebratory event, which is... um, that today is International Happiness Day. I don't know how many of you knew that, but uh, International Happiness Day. And this was established by the United Nations in 2013 at the instigation of a tiny Buddhist mountain nation named Bhutan. And Bhutan, which I've actually been to, beautiful place, uh, they have... Their, their kind of rulers set up this idea instead of having a gross domestic product index the way we do and many, many Western nations do, they set up a gross domestic happiness index. And that is designed to, it's sort of the, well, it's not just an index, but it's an overall kind of taking a pulse of the collective well-being of the country. And they have several different pillars for it. But the idea being that if something is cared about enough to be tracked, measured in this collective way, that it will be attended to. Isn't that sweet? So Bhutan also lobbied the United Nations successfully to have an International Happiness Day. And today is it first day of spring in this hemisphere. And um, it just kind of got me thinking, this sort of confluence of different days about what our internal happiness indexes might be. Maybe just take a moment to think about what might your internal happiness index be? What are the contributing factors for you in your own life, your heart, your mind? What might that be? I'm just pausing for a moment to give you a moment to reflect. And then to say what whatever the answers are, and they're all fine, I'm sure. Um, with regard to the heart practices, I guess you could say there's there's probably many approaches, but one might be to be aware or be mindful to appreciate the good, to be grateful when possible, to be kind, and to be connected to something bigger, up to something bigger than just my personal concerns, my personal life, whatever that bigger is, and however modest of a form it takes. This idea of perhaps dedicating yourself to something. could be as simple as modeling health and well-being or spreading a sense of happiness or peacefulness through a way of being, whatever it is. So those are a few vectors that I would use in my own personal happiness index, the contributing factors to happiness, independent of what's going on outside in our lives. So with that short introduction, I invite you to settle into a meditation posture. And we're going to play with some of these kinds of um, approaches in practicing metta kindness, a little infusion of appreciation and gratitude. So finding yourself a comfortable Posture balanced between relaxation and alertness. 
It's something that you feel like you can really relax into, sink into. First, just maybe take stock. If your eyes aren't closed yet, you can look around the room, notice where you are. If your eyes are already closed, the invitation is to look inside. Observe whatever and however you actually are in this moment. No need to change anything. Just noticing what is. Noticing the physical sensations of your body, immersed in the world. Maybe the warmth or cool in your skin, in your inside the skin too. Any sense of weight or lightness. Maybe tuning into the sense of being supported by your chair or cushion or whatever else your body rests in. Hmm. Noticing any physical sensations inside the body. Aliveness of pulsing or tingling. Tension. Softness. Vibration or movement. And a tuning, tuning in to the sensations of breathing. Or if it's more helpful to you, the overall feeling of a body, your body, here now. Noticing breathing in when breathing in. Breathing out when breathing out. Setting the intention that awareness, mindfulness will be at the forefront for these few minutes of settling in. Relaxing at the end of the exhale and resting there before allowing a natural inhale From time to time, noticing the top, the fullness of the inhale, before letting go, softening into the exhale. Allowing awareness, attention to settle. Coalesce, rest on the experience of breathing.
from time to time. Noticing the return of awareness, mindfulness, and appreciating what's happening in this moment. Anything good, nourishing, about just being here, sitting together, breathing, being. Let the mind and body settled just a little, perhaps. The invitation is to call to mind a person or being who's been good to you in a simple way, has benefited you in some way. It could be an image of them. A felt sense of them or a simple memory. Could be someone personally known or an inspiring figure you've never met. Calling them in. Seeing how that feels in your body and your heart. Taking a moment to recollect some of what you appreciate about them. Maybe they're good deeds or good qualities. Noticing any feelings of appreciation or gratitude that emerge as you consider them, imagine them. Perhaps like an internal gesture of offering. Or warm light on the outbreath, sending them good wishes. It's helpful to focus your wishes in words. I'll offer a few of the classic phrases. Please feel free to use them or not use them, or use your own words in your own language, if you wish. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful, safe, and free. Gathering the attention with words or without. 
and offering kindness, friendliness, appreciation, gratitude. Perhaps imagining the response. From time to time, noticing how it feels in your own heart and mind to be offering these wishes. Continuing building a rhythm that feels right for you. It can help in gathering momentum, focus, to shorten any phrases to a word or two. Such as, be safe. Happy, healthy, be peaceful and free. Now widening the circle to include yourself. You're welcome to turn the attention to yourself if that feels right and natural. Or to invite the benefactor, this other one, this other being, to join in these wishes together. May we be safe, happy, healthy. May we be peaceful and free.
from time to time, tuning in to notice how it feels. And encouraging any feelings of warmth, kindly being with anything else. And trusting, trusting these intentions. Safe. Happy. Healthy. Peaceful. Easeful. And free. Now expanding the circle towards all of those nearby, all of those near in, the, in your life, maybe in this zone now. Allowing ripples of kindness, good wishes, to flow out through the breath, through the body. In any directions that feel natural to you, towards these other ones nearby. Nearby physically, virtually, or in the heart.
and time to come in grounding these intentions of kindness, appreciation. Really allowing them to ripple through the breath, through every organ, every cell, bone, tissue, pore of this body. Spreading out in all directions. Turning into the energy, the felt sense of these good intentions. Allowing them to ripple out still further. the people and creatures on the edges of your life. Those you cross paths with in one way or another. Safe. Happy. Healthy. Peaceful, easeful, free. Now opening the heart, expanding the circle as wide as it wants to go. 
radiating, sending, offering loving kindness like the sun itself, the star, warmth in all directions through all corners of this heart and mind and towards around, through, all beings everywhere. May we be safe, happy, healthy, peaceful, easeful, and free. For the few remaining moments of this meditation, the invitation is to let go of any phrases or destinations for your metta. Just be, bask, savor, or be with whatever is present flowing through the body, heart, and mind. Noticing the quality of the heart, any mood or inclinations in the mind as they flow through.
Thank you for the sincerity of your practice. Um, as has become the custom on the nights that I teach you, the invitation is to stay quiet for a moment, kind of a meditative space, and to take a minute to wish your fellow Zoom room participants, fellow practitioners, well, just a little pulse of goodwill, friendliness to each other. Seen or unseen, video or tile. Maybe take a moment to scroll through if it's easy. As you do that, knowing that others are also wishing you well right now. Thank you. Thank you for your practice. So we have a few minutes now for any uh, reflections on the meditation, any comments or questions. Anyone has anything they'd like to offer? Yes. Basil, is that how you pronounce your name? Yeah, Basil. Hi. So I have a question. It's kind of embarrassing because I've been coming for happy hour for so long and I don't know this. Um, so when you do metta, oh, first of all, thank you for leading this. It's very nice. Um, so when we practice metta, um, do is it best to focus on the breath and infuse it with metta or focus on the concept of of loving kindness or either or? It's a great question. It's not silly at all. So different things work for different people is the short answer. Okay. Really want to invite you to experiment for yourself and see what the difference is for you. Okay. I often invite people to use breath and sensation because embodied metta is what works best for me. Okay. Other people find the concepts and the phrases are helpful. Internal gesture is another one that I often teach for the same reason. There's something about tying it to some kind of movement, imagined movement, or real breath that can be helpful. What have you done for yourself? What seems to click for you? I've always, you know, I'd always done it with, um, kind of confused with the breath or infused with the sensations in the body. I think uh, this last week I tried it for the sun one time when just kind of with just a general feeling of metta and just focusing on that not so much on the breath and that also worked well so I was just wondering if there's one that's um I think there were I wouldn't say one was better than the other but I tried that again today and it wasn't able to to do that so I was just you know with the breath and the body again so yeah so I think you're doing it exactly right, which is experimenting and seeing what works for you in different conditions, right? Okay. Because, um, sometimes when the momentum is much stronger or for whatever reason, you know, whatever conditions in our lives are more concentrated or more in that mode, it can just be focusing on the feeling or the intention is enough to pop it up. And then other times it's really helpful to engage in a much more deliberate way, whether it's phrases or embodied or combination. Great question. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Comments, questions, complaints? And please use your Zoom hand because we have more than one screen tonight. You're also welcome to put things in the chat if you're shy to speak. That's completely fair. And if you chat me privately, I will just read the question without reading the name. So that's an option. Maybe in a quiet mood tonight. Oh, um, June, hi. Welcome, please. Sorry, I'm I'm muting. (laughs) And yeah, Dan, I really like the way at the end you mentioned about sincerity. 
And uh, I'm curious on why do you use this phrase? Because I, I like I like it. And uh, can you share more about the intention behind it? Sure. Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, so the the short answer is that um, I found sincerity of practice to be one of the strongest vehicles for my own development and the development of those I've taught or coached that there's something really beautiful about the sincerity of intention that meditators bring to practice. And then there's also something that I heard early in my practice. I started out at the Zen Center many years ago, and there's this um, quote, I think it's from Suzuki Roshi. A student asks him, if I practice really diligently, will I get enlightened? And he responded, if you're sincere, it's almost as good. If you're sincere, it's almost as good. So um, high value on that um, purity or sincerity of intention. A beautiful question, June. Thank you. Thank you. So any others before we begin? What for some people is the favorite part of happy hour and for other people is not? And that is breakup rooms. Um, they are optional. If you don't want to join, please feel free to stay in the main room with your just meditate. That's totally fine. So um, just invite you to connect with each other. Many of you know each other. You've been practicing here for years, some of you. And um to speak about this notion of um, this be mindful, appreciate the good, be grateful, be kind, be connected to something bigger. If any of those resonate for you, you can use that as a sort of departure point for your conversation. It'll be about um, six minutes and then one minute closing warning. Okay? See you in a little while. I I'm not able to I'm not sure who's speaking. I can't hear you clearly. Um, please go ahead and raise your zoom hand if you'd like to talk. We'd love to hear from you. And comments are also welcome through the chat if you prefer that. Amy, hi. So I went on a hike this weekend, and I'm very fortunate to live in Hawaii, and um, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and I fell in love with this tree, <laughs> had these giant roots that were sticking out, and I was like, I just couldn't get enough of like the meta I was having for this giant tree. Um. Yeah, I wanted to like climb it and talk to it and like <laughs> just something about it and so grounded and beautiful and unique and it's just such an, a unique experience I don't always go around falling in love with trees um mm-hmm. but I feel like it has something to do with the practices we're doing here I imagine it does but it's really beautiful to hear um Martin Buber um, in one of his books, I believe it's I and Thou, talks about having an I-Thou relationship with nature, with trees, as well as with other people, other creatures. Um, some people consider that a sign of spiritual development. So, um, thank you for your words. Anybody else? Yeah, Hugh, hi. Yeah, I, yeah, and I don't have a breakout room or 
determined so that she was not really looking for happiness. And that resonated with me. Uh, and I thought, yeah, I'm not out looking for happiness. Um, and it made me think, well, what am I looking for? And what I, I realized, I'm looking for love. I, I am looking for someone to love. And when I, or some tree to love, and when I find that, then happiness comes. Mm. Beautiful. So one of the key conditions for you for happiness is love, feeling love. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I wanted to ask a question. I can't seem to raise my hand. I don't, it's the computer's not cooperating. Oh, please feel free. Ask away, Barry. Yeah, um, I'm familiar with um, two types of guided meta. One is where meta is radiated out, and the other is where it's directed toward different categories of relationships. Um, it sounded like you were doing the radiation style. Um, were you? And is there a name for each of these types of matter? That's a great question. So I was actually kind of doing a fusion of both. Um, at the beginning, um, the guidance was to send it to someone who'd done us some good, a benefactor, someone who's been kind, and then include ourselves and then include others. But um, I kind of mixed it up with the radiating, um, especially towards the end. The last half of the meditation was mostly radiating. It's in the ancient suttas, the text that's called pervading. Um, that's the word. And the difference between them is um, really for the radiating, it doesn't have to involve words at all. And it's the earliest form of metta that the Buddha taught. And then sending it to these different categories of people were teachings that evolved later in his teaching. And they're both equally valid. Some people like one or the other both. Some people like both. So it's, it's entirely up to you as to what you practice. So thanks for the question. And we have come to the end of our time together, friends. So just a quick dedication of the merit. I say that may the practice that we have done here together be a benefit to ourselves, to each other, throughout our lives and all of the lives we touch and all of the lives they touch, outward and onward. May all beings be safe, happy, peaceful, and free. good people. Feel free to unmute and say goodbye if you wish. Thanks, Dawn. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Dawn. Good night. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Dawn. Good night, Dawn. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Dawn.